Hi, I'm Adam Berkmans, and today we're making jerk wild turkey. This recipe was created by Elsie Hunter, a field staff writer for Harvesting Nature. He writes, For many of us, the end of the spring wild turkey season means the beginning of backyard gatherings with family and friends and the smoky aroma of your favorite barbecued meal. This Jamaican jerk-inspired dish is a great option to add to your wild game backyard barbecue repertoire and has a perfect balance of both heat and sweet. This wet marinade consists of a blend of spices including garlic, brown sugar, thyme, nutmeg, cloves, ginger, green onions, and my favorite hot pepper to both grow and eat, the scotch bonnet. It can be easily modified to adapt to your preferred flavor profile or used for your fresh-caught fish, shrimp, or other seasonal game. Personally, I like mine spicy and will add an additional hot pepper, or two, and let it marinate for 24 hours because the longer you marinate, the tastier your dish will be. Thanks, Elsie. Jerk is a style of cooking very popular in Jamaica that can be applied to many different things. It usually consists of meat, fish, vegetables, or alternative proteins that have been rubbed or marinated in a special blend of spices and aromatics consisting primarily of allspice and scotch bonnet chilies. The marinated protein is then cooked over pimento wood, which gives it its signature flavor. Jerk can be found all over the world these days, in myriad forms, but it all started on the small Caribbean island of Jamaica and has a very interesting history. Let's get into it. Jamaica was first discovered by a different type of jerk, Christopher Columbus, who was actually shipwrecked there for a year on one of his later voyages. Shortly after, the Spanish arrived to colonize the island, quickly decimating its population of Taino indigenous peoples through both the spread of disease and forced slave labor. Some small groups of Taino were able to find refuge in the mountains and hide out from the Spanish. The Spanish found that their indigenous slaves were dying en masse and weren't providing the workforce that they hoped for, so they began importing enslaved people from Africa to fill in as laborers. Eventually, the entire workforce was made up of African enslaved peoples, mostly working on sugar plantations, and things stayed this way until the Anglo-Spanish War in the mid-1600s. During the war, the English invaded the island and eventually wrested control from the Spanish, renaming it Jamaica. During the invasion, Spanish colonizers released their slaves, who fled to the mountains where they met with the last remnants of the displaced Taino peoples. The escaped Africans became known as the Jamaican Maroons, and they learned how to hunt for wild pigs, probably released by Columbus, alongside the Taino. They also learned how to cook them using a local technique for cooking whole pigs in underground pits. It's thought that this style of cooking was preferred as it made little to no smoke, which would have given away their location. The pits would have been lined with pimento wood found in the area, and which would be burnt to coals to cook the pig on. The pig would have been rubbed down with the spices available, which included the allspice berries from the pimento shrub, as well as scotch bonnet peppers which grew wild there. Once the British took over the island and started bringing their own African slaves to work the sugar plantations, they met a lot of resistance. The enslaved Africans probably heard rumors of maroons living in the hills, and many escaped individually or during uprisings to join them. They would have been taught to live off the land, hunting pigs, and foraging for seasonings to cook with. The cooking methods and seasonings were eventually named jerk. Historians believe that the word jerk started out as a Spanish word by way of the Quechua people's charqui. This is also where we get the word for jerky, which was seasoned and cooked in a somewhat similar manner. As time wore on and working conditions became more and more brutal for the abused slaves, 
many more escaped to the Maroons, who eventually had enough numbers to start a war with the British called the First Maroon War. This ended in a suit for peace from the British with signed treaties and wartime politics. As the Maroons became more embroiled in the island's politics, and battles and small wars continued to be fought, many Maroons were captured and exiled to Nova Scotia, who has its own interesting and mostly dark history concerning them. By the 1800s, the enslaved peoples and Maroons of Jamaica had caused enough uprisings, wars, and troubles for the British that, along with pressure from British abolitionists, it was decided that slavery would be abolished in the entire British Empire. You could say that jerk pork helped in its own small way to feed the revolution and bring about the end of slavery in the empire. As more and more Maroons and ex-slaves settled into more urban areas, wild pig was replaced with domestic pork for making jerk. Pit cooking was also swapped out for cooking in old oil barrels. By the mid-1900s, industrious Jamaicans had created a type of grill made from an oil barrel cut in half lengthwise, then reattached with hinges. The barrel would be set sideways on a stand, and the jerk pork could be cooked comfortably. This way of cooking jerk can still be found all over Jamaica, as well as all over the Jamaican diaspora in the UK, Canada, and the US. Soon other meats were being jerked, with jerk chicken eventually becoming even more popular than the traditional pork. The modern jerk marinade now often contains the traditional allspice and scotch bonnets, but also scallions, garlic, soy sauce, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, ginger, vinegar, MSG, thyme, and brown sugar. Spice levels can vary considerably, but a good Jamaican jerk should really be quite fiery with a good amount of scotch bonnets in attendance. You can also find jerk seasoning, which is a dry rub made of similar flavors and ingredients. Though you can find jerk all over the world these days, what you can't find is the pimento wood that jerk is traditionally cooked over. This leaves jerk not cooked in Jamaica missing a little something. One way to get around that is to soak bay leaves in water, then wrap them in a tinfoil pouch, poke it with holes, and add it to the grill to smoke a bit. This will give you a bit of that pimento flavor that good jerk should have. This technique was created by Kenji Alt Lopez of Serious Eats. Nowadays, you can find jerk fish, jerk tofu, jerk vegetables, all sorts of tasty stuff. Many in the wild game world are finding jerk to be a great marinade for venison, waterfowl, and wild pig, bringing the story full circle. It also tastes amazing on wild turkey, as LC shows us in his tasty jerk turkey recipe. This recipe serves four people. It takes about four hours to prepare and about 20 minutes to cook. Ingredients. Two turkey thighs. One turkey breast, halved. One or two scotch bonnet hot peppers, depending on your desired heat level. Six cloves of garlic. One sweet onion. Four green onions. 8 sprigs of thyme, 1 teaspoon of fresh ginger, crushed and peeled, 2 tablespoons of brown sugar, a quarter cup of tamari or soy sauce, a quarter cup of white vinegar, half a cup of olive oil, the juice of 2 limes, 1 tablespoon of coarse sea salt, half a teaspoon of black pepper, ground, one teaspoon of nutmeg, and half a teaspoon of cloves. 
to prepare. Mix all of your wet marinade ingredients into a food processor or blender. Blend on high until the marinade is slightly chunky. Place your wild turkey into a large mixing bowl and pour the entire contents of your wet marinade on top. Mix well and massage your marinade into the turkey until well covered. Seal within the mixing bowl or transfer it to a Ziploc bag and refrigerate for a minimum of 6 hours. For this recipe, we typically marinate for 24 hours for best results. Once ready, preheat your grill or barbecue to 450 degrees and cook both thighs and halved breasts for 20 minutes, flipping every 5 minutes and ensuring you get a good healthy amount of char on your bird. The internal temperature at the end should be 165 to 170 degrees. Garnish with green onions, lime wedges, and your choice of a side. Rice and peas is great for this. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.